one of the people that is measured, weighed and measured in the scriptures is King Nebuchadnezzar. I'm going to do in three minutes what I'd really love to take 15 to do, but I want to be a good steward of your time. Daniel chapter 4, which I encourage you all to read this week. Daniel 4 is a story of Nebuchadnezzar has just had a Daniel 2, he dreamed, and somebody knows his dream, interprets it. Remember, it's powerful. Daniel knows it and the interpretation. Daniel 3 is, we're going to throw guys in fiery furnace. There's a fourth man. He's stunned. He comes out into chapter 4, and this world power leader, it's the single world power, is giving praise to the Lord. But the very next section is he has a dream, and he has a dream of a big tree that reaches to heaven, and there's a ton of stuff under it, and it's awesome. It's like this amazing thing, but then suddenly this tree is cut down, and it's a funky thing, and he's disturbed by it. He asks for interpretation. Daniel speaks to him. Daniel 4, 26 is the bada-bing of that. And as it was commanded to leave the stump of the roots, because the tree was cut down, but he said, leave the stump in the dream. Daniel says, your kingdom shall be confirmed for you from the time that you know that heaven rules. From the time that you really get that heaven rules on earth and not you, um, this is what will happen. So King Nebuchadnezzar was, was the head of that lone power, and by the time he had acknowledged multiple times the Lord, but it says that in seven, it says that this, part of this dream is that seven times will go by and that, um, that this tree would be cut down, and it talks about Nebuchadnezzar, and Daniel says, it's you. It's you. You're going to be cut down. And so he's in a good place, which is wild. He's giving glory to God, but he's all mixed up, and God gives him a dream it might seem like condemnation, but it's really, I know what's in your heart. I know you respond to me when a major miracle happens, but if I catch you off guard, you're really going to bring glory to yourself. Just powerfully convicting to me personally. So he, Nebuchadnezzar, a year after this word comes to him, is in his palace. Let me see if I can find this. I want to make sure, I want you to read this with me. He is in his palace, and he is seeing all that he's got in Babylon a year after this dream. And he says, look at what I have. Look at what I've, my majesty has built. And it says, at the very moment the words were in his mouth, a voice came from heaven and said, you're coming down. I'm taking it from you. You don't know it's me. So your praise pre in response to miracles didn't transform your inner understanding that heaven rules. And so, right from that moment, he loses his mind. He gets the brain of an animal. He goes out into the fields. He grows long fingernails and hair as long as eagle's feathers, it says. And he loses his mind for seven years, loses the kingdom. It's a powerful time, stunning. Can you imagine the headlines in the news? The Babylon news, and what, what's going on, and he loses it. There's chaos. And then at the end of it, the Lord restores, after seven years, his mind. He shaves, cuts his fingernails, repents, and he says in Daniel 4.37, Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the King of heaven, for all his works are right and his ways are just. And those who walk in pride, he is able to humble. I believe that of all the sins on planet Earth, the most vile sin is pride. Rape's terrible. Sexual immorality. Murder. Ter all of them terrible. I'm not trying to do a competition. It's weird to even talk like that. But I'm telling you the thing. 
that was in the heart of an angel that caused the chaos we're in right now was pride got in Lucifer's heart. He saw his beauty and it caused this thing we're in right now. It is arrogance and it is pride. Listen, it is arrogance and pride that will destroy you. And it will not only destroy you, it will set you up as God's enemy. God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. It's Bible law. So he does this in Nebuchadnezzar's life. I'd love to expand on that more, but I'm not going to. I'm going to do this. We have two applications for us tonight. Number one, God is able to humble the proud, even if it's the leader of a superpower. I want to read again. You need to think. You need to think currently where we are right now. God is able to humble the proud, even if it's the leader of a super, the lone superpower. Pride and boasting of our own greatness and how great we are, I believe, is high treason against a holy God. I'm not here tonight to make a political statement. I have none. I, the kingdom of God, all this stuff's going away. Democrat, Republican, it's all going away. The kingdom of God's going to reign forever. Amen? But I'm telling you, the pride and arrogance and boasting about how great we are is high treason against the holy God. And it shows the delusion. And here's the delusion. The delusion is that earth is ruling and our own greatness is ruling, not heaven. The reality is heaven is ruling earth and God can make the greatest leader be like a cow for seven years and then stunningly, maybe even greater, lift up a guy who stinks to high heaven and put him right back on the throne because he had his greatest rule after this happened. God's committed to bringing pride down. He's committed to bringing pride down. And so I want to repent really quick for my, your, the church, and America's pride. I don't have a political statement to make. I'm just telling you pride is high treason against Yahweh. And he's not going to look the other way on it. He's not going to look the other way. Just because you get it right on abortion, you get it right on homosexuality, you get it. That's good. I love it. But you got to get it right on the pride issue. Nationally and you personally. Or I'm telling you, God who loves you will deal with you. You can lose your mind, have the mind of an animal, and then he can restore you right back to make a point. So if you'll join with me in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I repent of my pride. I repent of secret pride, of my own power creates my own goodness, and I'm right all the time, and everybody around me is wrong. Lord, I think, personally, I'm the worst one in this room. But I thank you for trial and kickback and some rejection that has been an absolute gift to my life to knock me off the pedestal of my own grandiose opinions about myself. So, Lord, I pray that everyone in here could interpret rightly, could interpret rightly your discipline that wants to deliver us from soul-destroying pride. I pray you forgive America. Thank you for your favor on our nation. It's you. You did it. You helped Israel. You got the gospel everywhere. You blessed the poor. Thank you for America. Thank you for what it is. But I pray, of all the things she would repent of, I do ask at the core from our president, vice president, the Congress, the Supreme Court justice, every governor, every ruler, may they repent of pride. We, may we not look the other way on arrogance. And so, Lord, I'm asking, you can do this. You did it with Nebuchadnezzar in all of his arrogance. Lord, you can do this. And so I pray, forgive us for 
our destruction-inviting pride. And may we be what you wanted us to be for the nations, and may America's greatest days be before us, not behind us. I'm asking for your mercy. You did it with Nineveh. You can do it with us. We trust you. In Jesus' name, amen. Number two, heaven rules over the earth. I'm going to say a couple statements. I'm going to do this, and I'm, I'm ending. Watch, i got to say it. Heaven rules over the earth. The invisible realm rules over the visible realm. I hope you're learning that. The word of God governs over everything. Everything. So by faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of the things that are visible. It's the invisible realm that rules and reigns over the visible realm. You're lied to on a regular basis to walk by sight and not by faith. You're lied to on a regular basis to look, this is what's most real, and it's not. Because 2 Corinthians 4.18 is going to say, as we look not, this is the language, we look, that's a seeing thing, to the things that are, not, not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. We set our eyes on the unseen for the things that are seen or transient. They're temporary, going to burn, but the things that are unseen are eternal. I believe this with all my heart. For a church that gets this, the church governs the natural affairs of the history of mankind. Not America, not the United Nations. The only reason we are where we are, and this is not a hellhole that the devil wanted it to be, where global suicide is going on, is because the church has been peppered through the nations. And because we prayed. We prayed. We prayed. It executed. A devil's raging. The flesh of man is struggling. But it's you and I, and, and, and I just said no pride, but I'm telling you, I believe this with a holy humility and boldness. You and I carry the authority. The body of Christ carries the authority for the nations. As we go, so go the nations. As the church goes, so will go America. I promise you. And not on some conservative platform, but in the power of heaven ruling the earth. You and I are deputized from heaven to execute rule on earth. It's a bummer. The world leaders think it's their power that's doing it. It's not. It's billions of prayers being prayed by the people of God. Asking God for mercy when all we do is bloodshed, immorality, and pride and greed. And he's like so faithful to hear our prayers. So Father God, I pray for a fresh deputizing of the people of God. A fresh understanding that heaven rules over the affairs of man. Even in this moment, as we just spend a little couple minutes on some lab time, I pray you would manifest that in this room. I pray right now that you would break the addictive atom plague nature off of us that believes that the natural realm is what's most powerful and the invisible realm is some imaginary deal. We thank you for the reality and that you're breaking us out of deception knowing that heaven rules over the earth. You set kings in place and you remove them. Kings have come and go, nations have come and gone, but you still reign upon your throne. We give you glory for that tonight in Jesus' name.